This podcast is sponsored by ebookit.com, self-publishing solutions for the independent author and small press. Visit us today at ebookit.com. Welcome to the Toastmasters podcast, the official podcast of Toastmasters International. Hello, everybody. This is Greg Gazin. Now, if you're feeling emotionally drained, mentally exhausted, or feel simply burned out, you're not alone. Today's guest has rebuilt her life from scratch and turned it into a career. And on today's episode, you'll hear a little about her journey and hear ways on how you too can turn it all around. Our guest today is Ola Amalina. She's a health and performance coach. She experienced burnout a few years ago. She left her well-paying job in the corporate world, embarking on a journey with the goal of recovering from burnout and finding meaning in her life. During her recovery, she became a certified health coach, helping others adopt healthier lifestyles. That evolved into a health and performance coach, where she works with ambitious individuals who prioritize their health, seeking to enhance their performance in sports, business, or simply daily life, while avoiding burnout and enjoying every single moment. Ola is a former Toastmaster from Turkey, and she has written an article that appears in the January 2024 issue of the Toastmaster magazine. It's entitled, Finding a Balance to Beat Burnout, subtitled, Daily Routines Deliver Big Benefits When Personally Tailored to Your Lifestyle. Coming to us today from Dresden, Germany, Ola Emelina, welcome to the Toastmasters podcast. Thank you, Greg, for this beautiful introduction. I'm touched. Congratulations on not only digging yourself out of this deep rabbit hole, but you also turned that into a career. Well, I really appreciate in the article that you truly pulled back the curtain and you shared what you went through. So to kick things off, perhaps, can you take us back to that point where perhaps you were at your lowest level? What did that look like and what did that feel like? Yeah, it's not the best time of my life to reflect on. Still, you know, coming back to Germany, where I actually experienced a few years ago this burnout, um, make me experience those flashbacks definitely make me think um, much more about this what happened is that i was focused on my career and the only goal i had at that particular moment in my life is to achieve a few goals in my career being focused on on a career for me at that time meant not doing literally not doing anything but working I ignored all my basic needs. I, I didn't eat on time. I, my my eating habits were quite r- random and um, catastrophically uh, not well. I slept um, a few hours a night. I used to work uh, late at night preparing various uh, presentations or sending emails to my colleagues or clients. I didn't have hobbies and actually didn't even know what kind of hobby I can have. What can I like? My, my entire life was built around work. Even, uh, even my husband and um, my, my friends and relatives, uh, when I got uh, some invitations from them or messages like, let's go, let's go out, let's have, a, let's have a drink, yeah, spend time together, my the only answer I didn't like in 90% cases my answer was no I don't have time plus I was quite often off for business trips and then something happened that uh, it was clear that I'm not going to achieve my goals 
although I had a very successful career, but there was a particular thing that um, I definitely, uh, there was no chance for me to get. And probably this, that something uh, kicked me, hit me hard. At this, at that particular moment, I started thinking that yeah, something is uh, is going wrong. At the same time, I was experiencing experiencing a lot of uh, pain in my body. I was sick quite often. I had uh, never-ending pain in my back and neck. There was no help from anyone. All the medical experts they just uh, recommended me to take uh, vitamins or go to physio or just like take a couple of days off but i felt like i didn't have energy on one hand on the on the other i really felt lost yeah there was kind of no meaning in my life then uh, my husband and i we decided to move to another country to turkey and he suggested me to quit to quit my job and see how it goes because i really felt very very bad like physically mentally emotionally i was exhausted is this something that happened over a long period of time or was it just one day all of a sudden you felt this is just too much? No, no, no. That took time in order to build up, definitely. It took me one year to take the decision that I'm going to quit. And uh, definitely the symptoms started occurring much earlier. So overall, I would say about two years uh, I was uh, living through this. Wow. So did you feel that there was one moment, like what was the turning point for you? Was there some, was there a particular moment that you said, okay, no one's helping me. You're feeling that everything is lost. I'm going to turn this around. I think there was no one moment that made me realize that something is going wrong. I just remember that uh, there were, we were in Croatia with my husband during the summertime. He was there for work. I uh, had an opportunity to work uh, from everywhere. So I, I just was with him there and continued working. And I remember that sunny day, I went to swim and then came back to our apartment and started like uh, typing some emails. And I realized, uh, and then I also released, uh, received a few positive answers from uh, my potential clients. And I just didn't feel like, happy it didn't give me any positive emotions yeah like anything either this weather or the place where we were or the situation at work so just slowly but steadily things uh, were getting worse and i didn't feel happy at all and i didn't really realize uh, like when exactly it happened yeah, it's interesting how when you have an expectation that something will give you joy and, and pleasure and happiness and yeah. and it doesn't. Now, well, in the article, you seem to indicate in the article that it says here that you were learning about human physiology and psychology when you had some clarity. What was that all about? When I realized that I can't, I can't get the help I needed from uh, medical professionals, because the only um, thing that I was getting from them is those uh, temporary solutions like mm -hmm. pills, physio, and so on and so forth. I needed to find the root cause of my problems. And at that moment, I thought that probably I should take, take it forward and uh, start learning about itself, how the body is actually functioning. 
and that was um, <clears throat> we were already in Turkey and uh, then I just started surfing in the internet uh, reading various uh, articles about health scientific studies um, whatever could help me to feel better and the more I was looking for more often I was getting an information about various companies uh, that actually work uh, in this area and that's how I um, bumped into a company that eventually where eventually I got certified as a health coach oh interesting so of course the the internet is this vast ocean but yet you were able to find something there that actually worked for you <laughs> yeah but, but that, that's the most interesting I mean we um, Unfortunately, actually, in Canada, probably, I, I believe that in Canada and uh, the States, people are more aware about health coaches, about coaches like experts who can help people, so to say, fine-tune their lifestyle, yeah, refine nutrition, improve sleep, learn to rest, um, work on mindset and finally start living the life that allows them to feel good and also brings joy. Yeah. But okay. because for some people, healthy lifestyle is very questionable. Yeah. They start thinking about diets, challenges and so on and so forth. And that's what I discovered that healthy lifestyle can be enjoyable and it mm. can work for you, for your goals. Okay. Now, can you give us perhaps some very specific things that you did or you stopped doing to help with your recovery? Definitely. I started focusing on, on my basic needs. So basically, uh, I started eating regularly and enough. There were no diets that uh, I, I, I did. It. I was just trying to have a balanced and diverse diet. It wasn't easy at all when you don't have an idea about nutrition. I think it's the most complicated thing that can be to understand like what actually a healthy balanced diet is or looks like. Then I focused on sleep. I tried to sleep at least um, eight to 10 hours wow. in order to catch up I tried to sleep as, as, much, as much as possible in order to finally feel recovered because uh, I, I definitely feel exhausted and uh, I needed this. Yeah. I struggle to get seven hours sleep. <laughs> I'm usually around six or six and a half. Currently, I sleep eight plus hours, like eight, 10, 15, and that's exactly what I need in order to feel good. You have a secret like, for that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can share. <laughs> so just to finish, uh, like I focused on my basic needs and um, it was nutrition, it was sleep. At that moment, I didn't work, so I could afford uh, to go for a long walk, uh, just to sit in a cafe and read a book and basically do whatever I want in order to feel better. But at the same time, I was learning myself like I would learn another person. Yeah, I... Uh, I was asking questions like, do you like this or do you like that? What do you think about this and that? So I literally uh, was dating myself and uh, buying some things, uh, 
it, it took time because I realized that uh, before I didn't know anything about Mia, zero. I love that. Dating yourself. That's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But one of your philosophies, as you mentioned in the article, is slowing down to speed up. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Oh, yeah, that's my favorite. The other day, I, I talked to a client. Um, we've been working for more than a year. And um, at the beginning of uh, last year, as I, uh, as I was preparing various information in, in order to wrap up the year, I asked him how our work affected other sphere, spheres of his life, like family, uh, work, and uh, others. And for example, speaking about work, yeah, he said that he tripled his income uh, during the year that we worked on improving his nutrition, in order, uh, we're focused on sleeping better. We're trying to create various daily routines uh, for him to be more efficient. Eventually, the idea that when a person starts becoming more mindful and paying attention to what matters, not focusing on every single thing that's in front of him at this particular moment then the person can be efficient and productive. And slowing down to speed up, that's exactly what helps to become efficient and productive. Nowadays, we um, think that the more we do, the better we can become or the more we can achieve. But that's not true. And I know that for many people, it's quite difficult to understand that if they do slightly less, if they start taking break, breaks during the day, if they focus only on things that matter, when they start saying no to those things that are much less important, then the beauty is happening, the magic is happening, and uh, finally they start achieving the desired goals. For example, I hear often from, from my clients that before we start working together, they usually feel like a hamster in a wheel. So they're one thing after another. They're trying to handle all these things, uh, all these hundred thousand to-dos in a day, <laughs> but eventually they don't feel like doing anything. There is so much chaos and mess they don't even know at the end of the day what exactly made them feel so tired yeah, when they're going to bed. Yeah, but at the same time, they're thinking about the next 100,000 to-dos in front of them like the next <laughs> yeah, day. Exactly. When we are building our day in a way that we, for example, have like two or three things, but they're really important. And we are ready to pay attention to those things. And we put our phone on a silent mode and we don't distract for any other things. And then in order to have this work qualitative, yeah, we also do breaks in between hoping from one thing to another. And that's what means slow down. Slow down means to focus on something that's really important and also not being afraid to make a break because during breaks during the free time we are becoming more creative we start thinking out of the box so mm. those people who are afraid to 
like slow slowing down a little bit yeah then they usually are missing this very important point yeah that exactly this will can can help them to achieve much more yeah so slow and mindful rather than fast and mindless i understand that sometimes we find that okay there's 20 minutes there and and if i don't do something with that 20 minutes i've lost it and i'm never going to get it back yeah I like how you shared that break time or that quiet time is a time for creativity. And that's actually the worst when people simply can't spend time on their own. When they have a walk, usually they listen to a podcast. If they're cooking, they're watching a YouTube video. There's almost no time to think, yeah, no time to reflect on what actually is happening, yeah, on reflect on something, how your day went, how your week or month or year was. We're trying to be multitasking, but we are actually not. What is multitasking? To be multitasking, it means like to imagine, yeah, dark room and you have light. And with this light, you need to light up floor ceiling and walls yeah at the same Mm -hmm. time it's not possible and multitasking is the same thing our brain is not functioning is not designed the way you know to be multitasking we think it is possible but it's just a dream that it's not uh, feasible to to fulfill i've never heard multitasking explained in that particular way but it makes absolute sense (laughs) the dark and the light yeah. 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 I, I love in the article where you say specifically that you said here, my burnout ended up turning my life around once I recognized the importance of routine and structure. And I love that because quite often people might figure that routine and structure causes restriction and probably causes more stress. But for you, it actually made it work. 100%. And I have to say that I'm very grateful to this burnout because this burnout triggered my personal development and my professional development. And I will be always grateful to this burnout. Therefore, I always tell my clients that failures are very important. Everything that doesn't work shows us where we need to put our mindset to, what requires our attention. Some people think that uh, daily routines will can limit their freedom, that can um, diminish their joy, so to say, which is not true. I think that daily routines, and probably only those people say it who never tried it, because w- once I started applying all this daily routine idea to my life, I understood how much more time I started to having and how much um, more energy I have for those things that I really want to focus on. So you're not advocating somebody burn out to turn their life around, but if they happen to be experiencing burnout, then routines and structure can certainly help things. We also need to remember what burnout actually is, because burnout is a state of physical, mental, and emotional exhaustion caused by prolonged stress. And if we take a step back, trying to understand what caused this stress, then we will figure out various reasons. But in the most cases, all these reasons, they come down to our basic needs. When we're overstressed, when we're overwhelmed, then we usually don't have time for 
having meals on time, we don't go to bed on time, and we don't have time for rest. And that's where daily routines, they do their magic, because daily routines are there to preserve our air energy and to save our time. If we uh, create daily routines around sleep, nutrition, rest, training, then it will be for us much easier to serve through the day. Daily routines is something that I would really recommend people who feel currently lack of motivation, extremely fatigued, no energy, and feeling like falling down, binging on Netflix and eating and so on and so forth, or scrolling on, on phone. It's not easy to put yourself together and start doing things that can help you feel better. Therefore, it's very important to focus on small steps and don't look at failures like failures, yeah, but more like opportunities to get better. Yeah, positive encouragement. And of course, we all know that Toastmasters is a, is a great place for that positive encouragement. Yeah. 100%. Now, I know, Ola, you were Toastmaster when you were in Turkey, and I think I understand that you're looking for a club right now in Dresden. Can you tell me a little bit about your Toastmasters journey and, and how Toastmasters has helped you? Toastmasters were an ideal place for me to keep developing after I build this solid foundation around my basic needs. When eating, sleep, physical training and rest were more or less under control, and I already at that moment understood that probably health coaching is going to be something that I want to focus on further and chose it for my career. It was clear for me that I need to develop in that direction. And to be a better coach, it means to be able to speak, to express your ideas clearly. And at that moment, I had fear of talking publicly, talking on camera, so then I got to learn about Toastmasters and I was so happy that uh, they have uh, a few clubs in Istanbul and I immediately went there. And what I found out is that, first of all, it's a great supportive community. They surrounded me with so much love and they started assisting me and pointing on what I can improve, but it was uh, done with so much care that I just didn't have a chance uh, not to improve. <laughs> you had no choice. No, no, not at all. I, I truly enjoyed this experience, and um, I, I'm, I will be very thankful to, to the guys who uh, at that moment were with me and supporting me on this journey. And I would definitely, you know, for people who experience loneliness and I, 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 again, I know it, it isn't easy. It isn't easy to take yourself out of home and bring somewhere where a lot of people and some of them or maybe all of them, you don't know them, some just strangers. Still, until you try, you don't know. Eventually, they can become part of your family following each other's journey and yeah, joining various events together. And I think it's beautiful. Yeah, definitely. A supportive environment is certainly a way of reducing stress. Now, Ola, you're a certified health coach. What does that entail? What are some of the things that you do for your clients? So health coaching is focused on um, lifestyle. My main task to help people live a healthier and happier life. 
So what we focused on, those basic needs that I already mentioned, those are nutrition, sleep, rest, physical training. I work with the person as a whole. I know that it isn't possible to work only with nutrition or only with sleep because in our body everything is intertwined and connected. When we speak about some challenges that related to health, we have to look at the person as a whole because physical, mental, and emotional, everything is connected. That's actually the beauty of my work because when people come to me with uh, one issue and thinking that they just need to improve their eating habits, then we're finally uh, finding out that their irregular eating connected to their emotional uh, chaos or lack of sleep or that they simply don't move enough. I was just about to circle back because I wanted to hear your tips and your secrets on getting better sleep. Oh, yeah. Just one thing I wanted to add is that later I understood that it's not the the end goal, you know, like losing weight, better sleep, having enough rest is not the end goal. So people come to me and usually there is something behind it. I look at it as a bridge. Losing weight helps people achieve some goals. For example, feeling energized playing with their kids or being successful at some competitions or feeling better on their next, I don't know, journey somewhere. It's so cool to help people improve their sleep in order to achieve their goals. And that's how I evolved into a performance coach. I believe that we shouldn't leave behind all the goals, big goals uh, that we have in life. Healthy lifestyle can help us achieve their goals. Let's go to tips about sleep. (laughs) When someone says that they have a bad night's sleep, it's not about sleep itself. It's about what they do before bedtime. Picture this. uh, Your entire day, you're busy with various tasks, facing challenges, plenty of thoughts flooding your mind. And then with all this baggage, you go to bed. You're bed at this moment like a laptop on a sleep mode. (laughs) It's shut, but it's keep processing a lot of thoughts. And at the moment when you actually should be already cycling through the sleep cycles, you're still processing a lot of thoughts. Therefore, it's not about how many hours you sleep how good this sleep is yeah not about quantity but quality although of course it's recommended to sleep not less than seven hours a night so what do you do before bedtime two hours i would say is crucial if we speak about me my evening routine at the moment i shut my computer at 8 p.m 8 15 latest i do some shore till 8 30 at 8.30, 8.40, I start stretching routine, listening uh, my evening playlist, yeah, some calm music. At about 9 o'clock, I'm going to the bathroom, brushing my teeth, washing my face, uh, taking shower. So I'm in bed at about 9, 9.15 p.m. And I have about 45 minutes to journaling my thoughts and reading a book. By 10 p.m., lights are off. That's amazing. How long did it take you to get to that point? took me uh, nine months, probably seven to nine months to master this routine. 
the only new thing that I started doing just very recently is stretching and using a new name I didn't read before. Wow. Well, folks, if you found this information valuable and perhaps you've come up with a few tips to help beat burnout or to share that with your friends and family, I encourage you share this episode with your friends and family. You can find the Toastmasters podcast at toastmasterspodcast.com, toastmasters.org, Google, Apple, Spotify, and everywhere you get your podcasts. And don't forget to read Ola's article, Finding a Balance to Beat Burnout. Daily routines deliver big benefits in the January 2024 issue of the Toastmaster magazine. Now, before we go, Ola, can you let people know where they can find you? Yeah, with great pleasure. I'm very active on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram account is amelina.health. Also, they can find me on LinkedIn, Ola Amelina. From time to time, I post some articles on my blog. It would be lovely to see uh, Toastmaster readers joining my blogs. And that's Ola, that's O-L-Y-A, and we'll certainly post the links to the various locations that you mentioned in the show notes. Ola Amelina, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today and appreciate the article that you wrote in the magazine. Thank you for having me. This was great. Thank you. Ever imagined a book written just for you? Introducing Pooks.ai. We're not just another bookstore. We're the future of reading. Our state-of-the-art AI adapts each book to your specific needs, creating a personalized masterpiece. Visit Pooks.ai now. That's P-O-O-K-S dot A-I. And use the promotion code SPOTIFY for a whopping 50% off. Pooks.ai. Your personalized book awaits.